with your host, Sabino Curcio, Rocco LaGuardia, and Michaela Curcio. What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian Podcast, and today we have Elise DeLucci. How you doing? Did I, did I, did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, it, hold on. I'm just shutting up the volume on my phone because people, they just want to talk all day long. It's DeLucci, but yes, it's, you're, you're, you're right. You're, you're, you're similar. It's fine. You're good. Elise DeLucci. Oh, I will say you did not disappoint. You put on the big hoops for this podcast. You clearly live up to what you're showing on social media. Well, you know what? It's it just, it, it just the real deal over here. And, you know, working from home all day long, it's exhausting. You have to do something to feel glamorous when, you, when, you, when you're around your house, you know? Yeah, you got you to show off. Or even if you want to do a quick selfie video, you're ready, you know? That's you right. Need, you don't need an hour to get ready to do a video or something. That's right. I'm working and I'm TikToking all day long. TikToking is a full-time job. It, you know what? I don't know. It, I think it depends. I think it depends on how you're doing it. I think it depends on, like, what's your thing? Like, I don't have a big setup. I just take my phone and I'm just doing it. Because, you know, like, I'm walking around, I'm, I'm thinking about something, and I, and I just post a video. I, I don't put much into the production. And that's okay, because I think that there's a good, real, raw quality about it, and then they do well, you know? So, for anybody who doesn't know who Elise is, I saw her the first time on my friend Nico's New York Accent Challenge. And... You know, I always look on TikTok sometimes for content. Like, not that I look specifically, like today I'm going to find a video, but when I see something I like, I'll like save it and, you know, cue it in to Grown Up Italian. So I saw like a bunch of your videos. I was like, oh, I remember when she was on uh, Nico's uh, accent challenge. And um, like the video that stood out to me was uh, the garlic video where you're like, I just found out my boyfriend has any garlic. You know, how's this possible? And you know, when we posted it, the first thing people said was like, wow, this is like Drea DiMatteo, like, but real. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's, uh, I said, um, Franny, what's her name? Hold on. Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher meets uh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, yeah, yeah. So, like, do you get that, like, a lot? That people are like, where, where are you from? Like, why are you so loud? No, like, all, like, all the, I'm kidding, all the time. First of all, first of all, let's just back up for a second. That New York accent contest was such a fun surprise. It was like the height of the pandemic, pandemic pandemonium. It was like in April and all of a sudden, you know, like, you know, this guy, like New York Nico, whatever his name is, you know, he reaches out to me and he's like, oh, I hear you're a comic. Like, I, I hear you have a crazy voice. Like, can you be in this accent? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just like throw me in there. I didn't know it was going to wind up being in the New York Times. I didn't know anything. So it wound up being so funny. So, so Nico, Nico reached out to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reached you're, like out. A you're like a local celebrity because I know when, when he first started this contest, like he had like a hand select few people he wanted to do it, you know? So the fact he asked you is amazing. I thought you just saw it and you're like, okay, I'll be good for this. I think I, some people, I don't really remember, you know, some people had told me about it, but you know, like, I, please, the whole world was shut down. I couldn't get mail. I couldn't do my laundry. Like, I, you know, like I wasn't paying attention to like an accent competition that was going on. You know, the world was falling apart. So, um, but no, then he, then he reached out to me. I think he in like my DM or something, but it wound up being so fun. But yes, to your point of, do I get 
Fran Drescher, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, all the time. Like, of course. I, you know, when I was young, I was like, I don't know, maybe 13. And somebody came over to me and was like, I'll never forget. I was wearing a black fitted turtleneck, a cow print furry skirt, black tights and black shoes. And someone came over and like, you like, you like the nanny. You know, and I didn't even know what that was. Like, you know, I just didn't know. And I had a really much more nasal voice at, uh, when I was younger. And so I just, just followed me my whole entire life. And you know, and, and now, and now, now here I am. And I never going away, but you know what? She has a great career, so I'm not complaining, you know? So tell me a little bit about like your standup. Like if someone comes see you live, like what, what could they expect to see? Like what, what, uh, what kind of jokes are you telling? Are you telling like about your life or, you know, about your experiences? Like what exactly could they expect when they come I to the show? first started stand-up you know I was going out just doing jokes you know like just telling one-liners I mean you know and I'm no Rodney Dangerfield or anything like that I just think I was just trying jokes and then what I realized was um it was like I realized that people want were asking me like what was my deal where was I from where did I grow up so then I, I changed my set to be more um you know personal I don't want to say storytelling but you know basically my, if you come see me live, um, when all any of the, I'm all over at, I'm all over all the clubs in Manhattan, but when they open again, they all close, but you could, you'll hear me talk about, you know, obviously address my voice right up at the top because that's always a thing. And, um, you so, know, I, wait, so you start off like, so everybody, just so you know, my voice is a little crazy. So well, no, I mean, you know, you get on the mic, listen, you get called up on stage, you get on the mic and you're like, hi, how are you? How you doing? And people are like, what the heck is going on right now? You know, so I'm like, yeah, of course, this is my real voice. Like, you think I, you think I make this thing up? Like I was abused my whole life for this. You think I'm, so no, I mean, that's like kind of how I open it. I just talk about, you know, I talk about my life. I talk about, um, I have two daughters. I'm a single mother. I live in the city. I was married, married to a British guy. And, uh, you know, I just go through it. I talk about being being divorced. Um, well, what let me, like let me cut, not to cut you off, but you being married to a British guy, that is literally like one extreme to another. Like, yeah, well, you should I see what it's like. like with writing stuff down or something? Like, You should see what it's like when I go into Target. I mean, literally, I go into Target. I'm in aisle seven with my two British girls with British accents. People think I'm the nanny. They think I'm stealing stuff, including them. Like, <laughs> you know how many times I tell the manager, like, I'm their mother. Like, here's my ID. Here's their insurance card. Same last thing. No, I mean, so that, that's, that juxta, in comedy, you know, juxtaposition is always, like, the best thing. You know, people always are looking for the surprise, you know. Um, so that, and that just happens to be, you know, my, my real life and my real story. So people seem to like to hear about it, you know, you, and, and you do a British accent. I could do my daughter. I mean, not for myself, not for myself, but I could do my daughters. You know, they're like, mommy, we would like a crumpet for breakfast. You know I mean? Oh, like, really? But, but I, I don't, I can't like do it. If you were asking me, like, do you want to go to the mall? I it would never be able to do that. They really say crumpet though. Yeah, they're they're really cute. So like, it's funny because people are like, "How on earth do you have you know a heavy New York accent? You know, you're from New York, you live here. How did they pick up their father's accent?" And I really don't know the answer to that. People say that children pick up the more dominant voice, and and uh, you know, I think maybe in New York, my my voice is sort of like a lot of people's voices, kind of, and and his more stuck out. And then we have a babysitter, and she has an accent too. So they say these little words funny. They say. Instead of saying pants, they say trousers. You know, instead of saying... Oh, my God. That's yeah, crazy. Instead of saying oatmeal, they'll say porridge. You know, and it's just ridiculous. You know, instead of saying the garbage can, they'll say rubbish. You know, and sometimes I'm like, who are you? 
Those are words you'll never hear, though. No, 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 never. Like, 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 oh, mommy, it's cold outside. Can you make me some porridge? And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm not. <laughs> you know. Well, that's, that's classic. Yeah. Well, you know, we're just a regular family, and we live, you know, me and my two daughters, we live in Manhattan. And uh, it's funny because, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm like the poor schlepper mother, and I always wear leopard exhibit a and you know and like and and they and i dress them you know and i dress them cute in their little proper clothes because you know little kids just look cute in little fancy clothes like little, doll, like little dolls yeah like little dolls so you know this it, it's great this is what my life is like a circus <laughs> but when i saw another video i really liked of yours you know because i'm in a i'm in the deli business yeah is uh when you were talking about olive loaf like trying that when you go to a deli, like automatically, you should be able to get a free slice. And I was hysterically laughing because, like, times have changed. Like, especially now during COVID, like, imagine asking for a sample of a slice of boars at hand. Like, it's not happening, you know? No, no. And you know what? Like, I, I have a lot to say on this topic. Okay, so first of all, first of all, being married to somebody British for seven years, you know, listen, it had it, it, it was great in a lot of ways. And then, of course, sometimes things don't work out. And they don't work out. But one of the things I missed was that, you know, I didn't have that connection with, with my significant other, with the culture, right? So like, you know, I would talk about like, oh, getting like, a, I want, I want my, I, you know, I want my roast beef thin like a tissue paper. He would be like, what are you talking about? Like, he didn't get it. So now I have a boyfriend and he's Italian. And so I go to the supermarket called La Bella. It's in Brooklyn and there's one in Staten Island. Yeah. And I like the way they do the cold cuts there. And so one day I was going there and he's like, yo, babe pick me some olive oil up. And I was like, olive oil? Like, I haven't had that. You know, like, last time I had that was, like, on ones of bread with mayonnaise. <laughs> I was, like, you know, five. And so I got it, and I, and it's so nice. So now I'm always on the deli line, because now it's just not me eating all this sodium-filled stuff. It's him, too. And I realized that, like, I, like, I really want a sample. So, but because I live in the city, you know, there's no labellas in the city. There's no Italian supermarkets here. So sometimes I go to Whole Foods. So here I am at Whole Foods on the line. I don't know what the hell I was ordering, but I was like, you know, can I get a slice? And they were like, yeah, like we don't do slices here. You're getting none of that. No way. I'm like, not here. You know, and it just is like that funny thing of like, even though we're all from New York and we're, we're born and raised here and I'm born in Brooklyn and raised in San Island, but even though I just live in Manhattan, just a few miles away, it's like a whole nother universe. The, the whole idea of people getting a given cutting doing the bologna and giving you a little thing it's it's like you it's like you ask somebody for 20 dollars. you know what i'm saying yeah i mean because that little slice costs like 75 cents you know less come on it has to cost less like the, the, like one slice come on i feel it's like, like it's a penny. Well, maybe because you get super thin like 60 cents we got to test, test it out we got to test I, it out i don't know i don't know about your mother because i i know that your family like is was born your, your parents were born in Italy right but yeah. my my mother my my parents were born here and you know like listen if you're Amer if you grew up sort of American or Italian American like one of the great joys of childhood is going to Costco during sample time it would be like you know Saturday afternoon two o'clock your mom's like let's go to Costco let's have samples you know and so I think that if you're gonna go to a supermarket it's a nice try before you buy feature and it's 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 dead well now it's really dead because of COVID like you said but it's terrible that, that reminds me of like when you go to the mall and they have the chicken teriyaki samples and I like hit it six times. Like, that, that's, that's the one thing though I don't want to do. That's the one. I think when I was younger, I used to do that. But as I got older, I stopped doing the samples in the food court and I stopped doing the thing at the diner. You know, they have those things like the mints at the register. Sometimes they have in like, a, it'll be in a bowl with a spoon and I'm, I, 
I don't want any part of that. Especially now with this stuff. I mean, I don't want to touch anything anymore. No, well, this, 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 this is just, we're just living in like a weird time now. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what things are going to be like. Forget samples. I mean, people don't even want to shake hands. I was at, I was at a show recently. It was an outdoor show in New Jersey. And just because I'm used to kissing people, hello, like, you know, on the cheek, you know, not like, like a, not like a smooch, like a cheek to cheek. And yeah. I went to do that. You know, one of these, you know? Yeah, yeah, you smack them, smack them. With See, now, the now I give somebody the ear. I'm going like this. <laughs> I'm gonna start headbutting people. Like. You know what? I did. I did. I went to do the cheek. I went to do it. Say hello to some of my fellow comics, and and people were just like, like as if I was a leper. You know, it, so it's things are weird now. You know, things are really weird. things are gonna be different for a little bit. Yeah. Like when this was like in the the height of it, I was giving people the chicken wing. I was going. Oh, know? everybody! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The elbows. People are still doing that. They are. They are still doing it. I so mean. Like, and, go ahead. Go ahead. Say. say what you're no, gonna I would say like people. You know, where I live. In Manhattan, like I live around some of the hospitals and people were wearing the rubber gloves. Like I was wearing rubber gloves in the beginning of this whole situation because it was just skeevy. Like, so forget elbows touching. I don't even want, I mean, you know, I, I was like all like latexed up. Like I didn't even want to go near people, you know? And I don't know what it's going to be like now, but I don't know. Well, now, now with, um, with everything going on and the weather changing, I think it, there's a good possibility things could pick up a little bit, you know? What do you mean? Because now, like, this is the time people get sick when it gets colder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More sneezing, more, you know, like, you know, that's a little alarming to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, it's, like, really scary. I don't know what, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the well, future is. All I know is that I the second wave. Yeah, the second wave. But, you know, all I know is that I hope all the outdoor restaurants got heaters, okay? Because because everybody wants to go, still, still going to want to go out to dinner. Like, I don't care if it's December, December 23rd. I'm September, going. September 30th, they're supposed to allow 25% indoor yeah. seating. So. Yeah, but like, you know, but, but, but people say, like, will that also perpetuate like a second wave or something, you know, because of. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you're, you're saying that you're going out to eat no matter what. Like, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't, right? I was staying home. I cook all the time. I, you know, I'm a big cook. So I cook all the time and I stay home and I was cooking. But then I'm bored. You know, I'm bored. And it's like, you know, I have a boyfriend. He's not my husband. Like, you know, I didn't get, I didn't have a ring from this guy. So it was like, why, why should I stay home and cook? Take me out. So, you know, now we've been going, we've been going out. Go to the drive through. <laughs> He's like, where do you want to go, Elise? Like, where do you want to go? Just like, anywhere. I was like, Rolling Rosa. Take me to Rolling Rosa. <laughs> no, that's good. That's a classic spot. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's open. It's open. Rolling is open. I was over there. They're, they're going, they're, I was there recently because, like, I live in Howard Beach, so it's like a 15-minute drive. And, like, one night, it was me and my friends, and we're like, let's go to Rolling Roaster. And then they, like, weren't let somebody in without a mask. And I was like, that's what it is, though. Like, you need a mask to go in anywhere, you know? But they I were know. super strict over there, and I was like, Good, good for them, you know? Well, listen, for anybody that's listening that doesn't know Roland Roaster, it's the most delicious roast beef sandwich with cheese you'll ever have in your entire life. This is not an appetizer. I went to Clemente's on Emmons Avenue with my girlfriend Priscilla about a couple months ago. And after we got, we was on eating at Clemente's, which is a cute, like, crab house over there. She's like, you think that I should stop at Roland Roast and get a roast beef sandwich for the ride home? And I was just dying. Because, like, nobody, nobody, draw, nobody in their right mind that knows Roland Roaster drives by there and not, not stop to get something. It's delicious. The corn, the corn nuggets hit crazy. The, the corn oh, fritters. I love that. No, I love it. You, do you so, know they actually, they actually tried to open a Roland Roast in Manhattan. It was like, um, it's a long time ago. It was like maybe 13 years ago or something. I think they tried to open it on like the, 
in like the Gramercy, like, you know, Murray Hill sort of area. It, it bond, it bonds, but it, but they did try, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, I, lo I love Roller Rosa too. It's like a classic, it's a, it's a staple, especially for that area, like there's nothing else going on. But so the video I posted of you with the garlic, I got so many people were like, real Italians don't eat garlic. And I remember after I posted, I told you like, did you ever hear anything like this? And you're like, what? No, I didn't hear, I don't hear it. I didn't hear anything like that. I think, so I lived in Italy. I lived in Rome when I was in college. I lived in Rome for six months. And, um, and it was so nice because I lived in an apartment building, right? And like and with all the Italian people and it was me and five other American girls. And there was five, five other American girls that lived downstairs with us and everybody else in the building was Italian. And, um, the Italian people, I feel, they, first of all, they use garlic, but they, everything I felt like was kind of in moderation. I feel like Italian Americans might make a sauce and they might use 12 cloves of garlic, but like, I think that Italians from Italy, they might, they use the garlic, but I think maybe they're using like a couple of cloves in a sauce, but I never heard of Italians don't eat, like real Italians don't eat garlic. I'm like, hoy. I was, I read those comments. I, I was with my parents, both my mom and dad, and they were both born in Italy. So I go, dad, someone said that they don't use like garlic. He's like, they use garlic and everything. <laughs> Even like when we pickle our own uh, like eggplant, because like, we do like this eggplant, like you cut it up, dry it, and then you put like vinegar, olive oil, and garlic. Like yeah. everything has garlic. I'm like, what oh, are you talking about? Like, and, and you know, let me tell you, and I think I saw, I read through the comments, I think one or two times, and, and I think I saw someone, a couple people say like, oh, is this real? And, and so let me tell you something. Okay, so I'm dating this guy, right? I'm a great guy, Italian guy. And, uh, and he tells me when we first met that he eats everything. And that's important to me because I'm not, I, you know, there are things that I don't like, but I want, I don't want to deal with somebody's fussy nonsense. I just want to go out to dinner or make whatever. I don't have to check what you, you know? So anyway, he, you know, we're, we're out to dinner, you know, or, you know, whatever. And, and slowly, but surely I'm starting to find out this guy, like he doesn't eat a lot of stuff. Like I was like, Oh, you like salami? No. Oh, you like prosciutto? No. Oh, you like eggplant? No. And, 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 and then that was like, it was like spicy stuff, you know, like no cayenne pepper or anything. Like that. Oh, fine. He doesn't like sushi. So then, then, <laughs> then one day we're out is, you know, when I, when I had posted that video and I was like, do you not like garlic? Because I think there was like some sort of focaccia bread on the table or something. And it was like garlic, you know, garlicky. And he was like, mm, I don't want to eat it. And he's like, you know, I, I actually don't like garlic. And I'm like, who are you? Like, well, I've been dating you for a long time. Like this you mystery man. <laughs> mystery man. No, that's hilarious. What, uh, what's funny, what I thought, what I thought was so funny with that was like there was a meme I saw recently and it was like, how are you going to travel the world but order chicken fingers everywhere you go? You saw that? <laughs> I didn't see that, but that's so funny. I was that's like, so yeah, you like you want to go everywhere, Dubai, this and that, but order chicken fingers everywhere. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. When I lived in Italy, okay, like when I, <clears throat> my roommate Lauren, maybe she listens to this, which would be hilarious. I haven't spoken to her in ages, but my roommate Lauren was, was from also from Staten Island. Ironically, we didn't know each other. We just got paired up in the room together. It was the weirdest thing. But anyway, and, um, her parents came to visit us when her and you know, but I was obviously in her roommate. So we did everything together. So her parents came and we, we went out to dinner with them all the time. Her father was screaming that he couldn't get a chicken Parmesan hero in Rome. Literally this guy was like, there's no chicken Parmesan hero here. It was the most, it was the funniest thing. I, 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 because I didn't really realize, you know, at that time in my life, I didn't realize that, you know, like the Italians are really, they, they don't need chicken Parmesan, you know, like that's not a thing. But there are some places that make it, especially in Rome, but yeah, it's not like a, a big thing. Well, this is like the equivalent of somebody going around asking for chicken nuggets. This guy's like looking for bingo holes and asking for chicken parmesan heroes. I was like, really? 
Yeah, that's so funny. Listen, we, we gotta do we gotta link up soon. We got a lot to talk about. I'm looking yeah, at I'm, I'm, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this for everybody and then I'm, I'm just gonna ask you something. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Check out Elisa's Instagram, she's hilarious. Check out her TikTok, it's even better. She has funny clips. Elise, you want to say anything before we go? No, I would just say that, yeah, I would say um, you can follow me on Instagram at Elise Delucci. You can follow me on TikTok at Elise Delucci. My TikTok's better than my Instagram because my Instagram has family pictures and stuff, but TikTok has lots of fun, racy videos. Um, my website's elisedelucci.com. And, you know, when the world opens up, hopefully I'll be, you know, playing. At well, I'll here. put that all in the description so people could find it easily. Great. All right. Thank you all.